for now, you know, uh, at this point in the season, I think my top five is LeBron, um, Luca, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. How crazy that would be! You win the Rookie of the Year and the Sixth Man of the Year. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the show. My name is Victor Komoniba and I remain your host. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And it's a wonderful day. Let me start off that way. It's sunny. Good. Last night was crazy. <laughs> but before I get into this segment, I would like to introduce to you the first co-host that we have on the show. His name is Ola Banji Akinfelu. Thank you for joining me, brother. Yeah, good evening, Mr. Komo. Always a pleasure to talk basketball with one of the greatest minds. I beg, I beg, I beg, don't start. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Kumo. What do you have to say about last night? Let's just start off that way. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know, on the regular, I was on Twitter um, anticipating the world bomb. And then, you know, some, some minutes before midnight, it dropped. James Harden, you know, got what he had wanted all, um, all this while got traded, reunited with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a blockbuster deal and um, it has changed the landscape of, um, you know, the league. I think for the next two to three years, um, the Nets are definitely, definitely now a contender and anything short of the NBA Finals, I think, will be a disappointing season for the organization. Definitely. When I saw the trade last night, I was like, this is championship or bust. It's not even about the finals now. They have to win because they traded a lot of pieces that could have helped them in the future. Even with all the yeah. picks that they got, I don't think I don't think it's going to really, really affect the way the, the game is going to be played for them in, in, in the near future. But still, man, that was tough. Now we have yeah. guys like Victor Ladipo going to the Rockets. You have Curtis Levert with the Pacers. And... To me, their biggest loss was Jared Allen going to the Cavs. I really Especially do not know why they had to let that man honestly speak. Especially, especially to the Cavs. He, he was putting up good numbers, you know, fantastic performance against um, um, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he said he the paint. And he's someone whose style of play really fits into, you know, uh, it gives them this defensive presence that they lack in players like um, Durant and uh, Kyrie Evans. It's a shocking one for me as well. Man. So, would you would you think won this trade? In my own opinion, I think the Rockets really got a wonderful piece in Oladipo, and they had Kuruch and some other guys with the with the picks that they had. But I feel the I feel the Brooklyn Nets can do something with it. But I, I really think Brooklyn um, Rockets won this trade. Yeah, you know, I, I think the deal ended up uh, being fourteen, if I'm not mistaken. Rockets, Nets. Uh, Pacers and then the Cavs. Yeah. A fourteen blockbuster trade. Now, obviously, I think the Cavs got a really good deal in Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Fantastic deal, good one for them. And then the Pacers. The Pacers, uh, they were going to lose a lot of people at the end of the season. Definitely. A future star like Harris Levert, I think that was a good one for them as well. And uh, I think uh, I agree with you when you say 15 won the, the deal, especially in the long term, because just the sheer number of picks that they have. Wow. <laughs> I won't be surprised if on the draft night they end up picking, uh, you know, top 10. Three, they end up having uh, three top 10 picks, you understand? Yeah. And I, I think, in a way, it's, it's a buyback for the, for the Rockets because 
um, in the deal that took uh, report to OKC, they lost uh, some picks. Yeah. And even uh, the deal that took Westbrook to Washington, they also lost some picks. So this is a good, you know, recoup of those picks that they have lost uh, in uh, recent trades. And then uh, an exciting backup, uh, backcourt of um, Victor Ladipo and John Wall. You know, the Wall. So it's, yeah. it's exciting. Sure, I mean, I, I won't say Brooklyn lost because obviously James Harden is James Harden, someone who's <laughs> averaging over 30 points over the past three seasons. So he's definitely one that you trade the whole, you, you just hand him the keys and everything over to get him. And uh, I think the next day, you know, the fact that they were still able to keep the, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, um, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, you know, some yeah. they, they, they still got to keep. Uh, some of their good backup players. So I, I would say this is one of the very few days in, in the NBA where I would say there's no outright loser. But I still think this is, uh, that Houston Rocket got the best out of this um, blockbuster team. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of people have sent me messages on Twitter talking about the Brooklyn Nets being um, seen on the bench right now. And I was like, they still have they, are, they still have good pieces. It's yes, complement. I, I think... You know, you know. Uh, even before the coming of uh, Durant and um, and, and Kyrie, Kyrie Levert, Tinwiddie, Allen, uh, Jordan, they were already balling out. You understand? Yeah. So and and they still had, they kept Joe Harris, who is a very underrated three-point shooter. You know, <laughs> exactly. So they they kept Joe Harris. They still kept uh, Tinwiddie. Obviously, he's on injury, so he wasn't really a uh, tradable asset. Yeah. Uh, so they still, they still got to, I won't say the core, but they still got to keep those guys who were holding it down last season, especially in the bubble. The biggest loss, obviously, is Jared Allen and Harris Lovett. Mm-hmm. But definitely, when you are getting someone like Harden, come on, there's nothing too much to give up. Exactly. And the, the fact that they didn't even end up giving the whole organization good deal for all involved. That would have been funny, but damn, I, I really want to see how this plays out, especially with Kyrie being off and on. They, he needs to yeah. come back to the crew. Yeah. They try. Yeah. They need to make things work. This is this is the time for them to make it work. Kevin Durant exactly. has carried the load for a couple of games now. James Harden is going to do the same. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like to see the dynamics, definitely. Yeah. There, there was a report I read this morning that, um, you know, the, the Harden trade was, obviously was to get this big three. But apart from the big three aspect, you know, Durant really sanctioned that trade. And it was yeah. more of a trade to uh, Durant to be going into free agency, I think, in the next season. So, giving him someone like Harden, that means the, the next uh, position to compete for the next four years. Yeah. So, that is kind of a lockdown move to make sure that um, Kevin Durant stays for the for the long term. We'll see how this plays out. Um, we've had a couple of surprises like we did last night. <laughs> but, so far, the, the guys that have really surprised me has been Toronto Raptors. And Toronto has not, they've not shown their they are a championship team, like they, they showed a couple of years back. Even last season, they were way better than what they did doing this season. They are on a two, two to eight record. They've lost eight games. This is their worst start in how many years? I can't remember the last time they, was, they lost three games straight back to back, the start of the season, and they've lost eight games. What do you have to say about that team right now? Um, honestly speaking, uh, the Raptors performance this season abysmal and uh, truly disappointing because, you know, as a team who, uh, you know, have won the title in, in the last 
one in the last two years. You know, you uh, especially you know the loss of Kawhi was a huge one for them. Yeah. But they showed that they could bounce back, especially last season when Siakam, you know, kind of just took the mantle and did his thing, bothered during the regular season, although he, he, he disappeared in, in the playoffs. <laughs> and now coming into this season, you know, I said when they, they, there wasn't many trades, they didn't lose uh, Van Fleet, a free agent, they ended up resigning with them. So and then you expect that an organization whose main core has been going together, you know, you expect that they improve um, season in, season out, you understand, but yeah. uh, that, that hasn't been the case. The outcome has been found one thing. Um, Van Fleet and uh, Kyle Lowry they haven't really performed as expected, so it, it's baffling. But but I think it, the NBA is that wild. It's a wild ride because look at Cleveland after losing uh, LeBron. You understand yeah. from two seed they ended up in 14. But I think the the maturity of of Kyle Lowry and the other experienced players on the Raptors they will end up being a, camp, uh, a playoff team, maybe the sixth seed. But uh, obviously, they need to stop this um, losing streak and you know go win four, five games in a row. Honestly, and start speaking, again. Yeah. honestly speaking, I do not think they are going to make the playoffs this year if they continue that way because every other team has stepped up, especially in the Eastern Conference. You have Orlando who's playing remarkably. You have Atlanta Hawks whose offense is out of this world. They can actually match up offensively with the likes of Brooklyn Nets. Score as many points, although they are not good defensively. That is something they will need to work on. But man, even the Knicks, even the Knicks, you can imagine even the Knicks and the Hornets. Wow, I think the the Heat is obviously much tougher. But I I think um, the experience, you know, of uh, Kalari Van Fleet and if uh, Siakam can um, string together a good run of games, uh, that's why I said I think the, the ceiling for them is to succeed. You know, obviously uh, we still have a lot of games to go, and yeah. I think they will end up, you know, uh, rallying around and just going on a run. So it's left to see, but I I, I still think they're a playoff team this year. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Do you have any surprises? Any other teams that have shook you so far? Well. Um, the Orlando Magic, um, now that they have lost Martin Ford for the rest of the season, it's left to see how if I think they're the, they the number three seed now, or three or four seed in the heat. Yeah. They really um, went on this stretch where Ford was balling out, um, Aaron Gordon was doing in Butchevich in the, in the paint, you know, just hitting rebounds and getting his points. Um, they've, they've been a good team to watch. You know, uh, you get yeah. the the Hornets do they have um, they are, the Hornets are an exciting team. I don't know if it will translate into you know maybe a playoff um, uh, to them being a playoff team, but definitely they have been they have been very exciting um, to watch. And this season has a lot of surprises for us for sure with everything with COVID, the pandemic. Exactly, um, exactly. We have teams, games being postponed, players getting infected, all this stuff, man. It's going to be a long run. And you know the NBA, is, they are not looking to call off the season because there's a lot of oh, money that will be lost. There's a lot, exactly. <laughs> Especially uh, against the backdrop of the unexpected mm-hmm. and uh, simply huge financial losses that they incurred um, last season because of the COVID break mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Anyway, let's jump right into today's segment, what we really want to talk about. This is all about early season predictions and who do you have winning this season award? We'll start off with the MVP. There are a lot of guys that pop up. 
that comes to our hearts, our minds when we talk about MVP performances so far. Um, LeBron yeah. is definitely one of them. Oh, that man is in his 16th, I'll be 17th year. In fact, they are I am tired of calling that man's name. It is annoying at this point. <laughs> like, consistency is off the chart. It is off the chart. We have Brown doing his stuff. We have guys like Luka Doncic, who I have talked about since the last season, being an MVP contender. And we have other guys like Curry, who has a lot of load on his back. But they have to yeah. put up remarkable numbers for him to even make the players talk less of winning the MVP. Who yeah. is your pick for the MVP this I, year? I think uh, let, I'll just give the uh, top five and then the top six. Um, okay. For now, you know, uh, at this point in the season, I think my top five is LeBron, um, Luca, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. Those mm-hmm. five, they are really, really. It's not just about uh, numbers in individual games. But if you check their averages, um, Luca averaging nearly a triple double, Embiid putting up amazing numbers, getting points and rebounds, LeBron doing his thing, Durant balling out, and uh, Bradley Beal. The unfortunate thing for Bill is that his, his, his huge point calls have uh, not translated into wins for his team, and obviously it will affect him in the in the yeah. MVP race. Yeah. So my top two will be um, Luca as well. So except LeBron does something out like you know out of this world, maybe uh, a triple consistent triple double. I think he's going to end up being the Kentucky because he's so dominant. He's getting his 30 point average, over 10 assists, and at least nine rebounds. That's that's very incredible for a player in his first season. So I think Luca Luca is the odds on favorite, and uh, um, yeah. I'm backing him to, to win that as well. Uh, funny enough, we had. Three, three names you mentioned I also have on my top five. I have Embiid, I have Luka and LeBron. But I also have Curry sneaking in one way or the other because I feel this is the year he has to take all the load himself. And unless, like you said, unless he's able to do something remarkable like LeBron and the rest of them, he may not get the title. They have to be in a very good standing position at the end of the season for him to even sniff the title. Well, Bradley Bill. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, I love the player, but the team is just whack. He said it himself, like, they can't guard a hard boss. That's how terrible they are defensively. Offensively, they are pretty good, but man, it's like you're, put, you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and at the end of the day, the eggs break. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It yeah is and they don't even have a third scoring option. Uh, uh, they will give you good points, Westbrook will do his thing, but they don't have that hot guy, you know, like, who can just come off the bench and get you 20 or 10 points, if you understand. So even, they rely... even the guy that was helping out a little with a double-digit game, um, Thomas Bryant, he was averaging 15 points already before he got he got injured his ACL, he's out of the season right now, and I don't even know what they have in mind for that team, honestly speaking. Maybe they should switch. Uh, with they'll, they'll, they'll probably look to tank and uh, probably get a high draft pick. Yeah. You know, once they get to the middle of the season and they don't see uh, a good upturn, they will think my just end up tanking yeah. or a good um, draft choice. Yeah. I also have Luca winning the MVP this season. Um, LeBron will probably come in close second. I would love LeBron to get another MVP title, but, you know, it's the NBA. We can't see what will happen. <laughs> you haven't said your fifth player. 
Yeah, my fifth player is actually Jokic. I like the way Jokic has played. Oh, like Jokic. Yeah, yeah. He's been really consistent. I, I, I thought I thought it would be Zach Levine because Zach too has been. He has really his game has gotten to that. Uh, he's playing at an MVP uh, level. Yeah, but it's the teams, you know, the teams where they are, these guys are on, they really cannot perform next to these other guys, you know. Right. I don't. Do you think Chicago is actually going to win 50 games? I don't see that happening. I don't see them making the playoffs. He can ball out as much as he wants, but I don't see that happening. He'll probably be an all-star this year, but no. <laughs> He's definitely not winning the MVP. Yeah. yeah. Let's move let's move over to the defensive end of things. DPOY last year Anthony Davis was robbed in my own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know why. Agenda Agenda must attend. <laughs> <laughs> I I have been winning this year, but it's going to be really tight because Malsona is doing something crazy with Indiana Pacers, and you all know that Indiana is a is a wonderful defensive team. He's averaging four blocks already in how many games? Like wow, wow, is that crazy? And in one point five steals is the defensive anchor of that team. It's going to be really tough for AD to get it, but I see him winning it down the stretch because the Lakers have so much chemistry. Everything that they run is going to be through him offensively and defensively. Yeah, and I, I think um, for Anthony Davis, he's not going to be giving uh, much minutes, you know, because the Lakers are basically just going to um, uh, go through the regular season. Their minds are already set for another deep playoff run. So I don't think um, Davis will get, um, you know, that consistent run of minutes to to be uh, very, very uh, super impactful on the defense. Yes, yeah. So I, 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 my Stoner is also my my favorite. I think Rudy Gobert is will also be in the running. Rudy Gobert uh, and um, Embiid for the defensive players, but. Um, so far this season, Sona has really elevated this game on the defensive. Before um, we even move over to the next awards, what do you have to say about this with the Gobert's 200 million um, contract? Because, well, <laughs> he really got a lot of people. Even Shaq was pissed off that, wow, a center. I think that's the big, the largest contract for yeah. a center in the NBA. Yeah. You know, I think that that's the cost of the small market because Rudy Gobert is not is not necessarily a franchise player, but he's that player that if you have him, um, you can get if you get two good pieces around him, you know he can you can have a deep playoff run. So Utah losing um, Gobert to free agency, I don't think the, that would, that would have been if that would have been worse. So and the only way to keep him was to offer him the max because um, he and Jonathan Mitchell were the ones eligible for that. And um, he, he knew he had leverage, you understand? He, he's a beneficiary of the CBA that the, the, that the NBA signed. That's the thing. He's a good player, but definitely not the 240 million. Right. I am still pissed you today. Every time I see it, I, you know what comes back to my mind was the, is the game against um, Brooklyn Nets. When Nets oh, Jared Allen ends like, up. It is everybody was pissed. Like you just signed a hundred million dollar contract, right? Are you crazy? Are you even? <laughs> and Derek is on a four million, four million uh, dollar deal, four million a year deal, and Gobert almost ten times his, his, his salary. It's insane. And 
Allen Estimop on both ends of the on floor. Both, on both ends. On both ends. ends. On That's both even ends. more annoying. <laughs> you know, so oh, and he's, he's, he's very he's, he's, he's very lazy. Uh, Gobert, he, he should be doing more. You know, for his size. He's, 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 he has restricted his game to the defensive aspect. You understand? Yes. If he yes. was giving more points, his, his point average is actually uh, disappointing. You know, for for someone who who is an all star and you know for mm-hmm. that kind of contract. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think I think we are already seeing his feelings. If you understand what I'm saying, exactly. It's not exactly. a player that you think that in the next four years is going to try. If you give that kind of contract to Jason Tatum. That's a fantastic bet because you know he's stealing his MVP type of uh, MVP type uh, games. You understand championship runs and stuff like that. But Gobert is not a franchise player. You understand. Yeah. And and offering him that contract as you know he already handicapped them in terms of them trying to bring in a free agent. Yeah, yes, they have him. locked down. They have locked down him and Mitchell, but then cap space and stuff like that. And but yeah. If he better win the DPO, or if not, there will be problem. But that's what tell me on. We will collect our for him. Ah, sure, 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 sure. Either that, or he gives them a decent player front. Uh, they maybe they, they are in the second round competing for the finals. Yeah, that would, oh, yeah. That would be crazy. If he doesn't. If he doesn't. Wala mawa. Anyway, <laughs> most improved player. Most improved player. Who most is your player? I think it's um, Zach Levine. Uh, at the moment, there's no one who, you know, whose game has been elevated uh, as much as Zach Levine. There are some, there are some good players that have been putting up good numbers. Julius Randle, you know, is someone that people are really looking at. But he's averaging what 27 points, yeah. uh, getting rebounds. You understand? Colin Sexton too has turned up. But uh, I think Levine is just uh, heads and shoulders above every other uh, person in that, in, in the aspect of being uh, most improved so far this season. You know, I, I feel Zach has always been, I won't say he has been on this level, but he has showed that he was going to be on this level. Last season, he averaged 25.5 points, and the year before that, he averaged like 23 points. So we, we saw him growing. We knew he was going to get to this level eventually. It's just the pieces around him that has not helped him win. But for me, I have two guys right in front of me right now. It's Christian Wood and Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant averaged 15 points last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grant, man, I, sorry, sorry for the for, for cutting him. No Grant, problem. I started, I, I got my eyes on him last playoff. You know, when they played against us, uh, I'm a Clippers fan. Yeah. And I think he and Michael Porter Jr., Yes, uh, Jamal Murray and Yoke, and Yoki did their thing. But I think, you know, the points they brought, they, they got them from the bench was the deciding factor in those games. So, yes, I totally agree with Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant is on his way up. He, you know, he left the Denver Nuggets for um, the Pistons. And he signed the yeah. same deal that was offered to him, knowing that he was going to get a bigger role, and he has been on the chair since. Wow! wow. Feel, if if they yeah. are still with the OKC two years back, um, when they had the Paul George, Melo, and um, Russell issue, they did not actually utilize him the way he should, and we have been a wonderful piece for them with this their new set of guys with the yeah. um, yeah. Shea and the other. You just Alexander, yeah. Well, with Pistons, man, he's doing he's doing wonderful there, and I, you know, for a black man in in America, you have to cash out now. So 
I'm happy for the guy. I am too. I am. I am happy for the man. Um, let's go into our rookies, man. Let's check out these young guns. I have always said since the draft that Lamelo Ball is the most talented player in this definitely, definitely. And I agree as well. I don't think he is going to lose this title. I really feel it's going because one reason the honest are balling out is getting enough play time, even though he's coming off the bench. I see him start probably mid of the season. Uh, his numbers are going to definitely increase. There's this energy that the honest are playing with, and it's infectious. Terry Rosea, Gordon Hayward, uh, Lamelo. They're playing with this freedom, you know, they leave everything on the field. So even when they lose, you. you it's not for lack of effort, you understand? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also backing Lamelo. Uh, Wiseman is a very, very gifted player. I think um, where, he, where he's at, Golden State, they are still passing some things up. I, I don't think he's going to explode this season. For now, I think it's this year's um, rookie of the year will go to Lamelo. Lamelo. There's also this dude. There's also this dude in Sacramento that I've, I've watched a couple of games. His name is um, Tyler Ali Burton. He played for Iowa. Yeah. Funny uniform, and <laughs> the boy can actually play basketball. Like he's wow. really talented. Really talented. Very, very talented. We can't see. It's going to be a tight one. I'm not even talking about. I imagine we are not talking about the guy that went first with Anthony Edwards or the guys like um, the yeah, yeah. and all. Edward will be caught in the trap of you know uh, good player, but Kumar was. They are, they are disjointed thing. They don't. Their stars have not had a consistent run of games together. That I'm talking of. Um, I don't think this starting lineup has played two games together. That's Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley, um, Russell, and Talent of the Town. You know, those, that's the core of their franchise, and they they haven't had a consistent run of games together. So it's not even in contention for the for the rookie of the year, Anthony Edwards. Tough for him, a young gun that's just coming in. You know, naturally, as the number one pick, you have your eyes on that prize. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Sixth man of the year. We've always had Lou Williams in the conversation. Oh. <laughs> Montreal Evers of late, and then he showed that last season they were incredible. And Dennis is starting for the Los Angeles Lakers, so he's out of the, yeah. the picture. You know, if Caris Levert had stayed with the Mets. Then I would have said Levert for sure because the yeah. point of the bench has been incredible. I think he's averaging a team despite yeah. not being a starter. So, but um, Levert looks like someone that would just go straight into the starting uh, five of the Pacers. Mm-hmm. So definitely not in contention for six man of the year. Um, I'll, I'll say um, Montrezl will be in contention again. That's for the for the Lakers. I think he still comes off the bench. Still give you your 16, 18 points. And um, Lamelo Ball, so don't be surprised. His numbers um, keep going up this season and he's still not a starter. I think he's, he will also be in contention. For that. How crazy that would be. You win the rookie of the year and the sixth man of the year. The <laughs> that would be. <laughs> After breaking record for the youngest, uh, I think get triple double. That would be a very thrilling season for him. That would be crazy. Um, yeah. I, like you said, I feel um, Montezaro will be right up there. But I also have Terrence Ross in the books because this man has been consistent over the years for Orlando Magic and they are doing pretty well this season. I think he's averaging about 16.5 points or so. Wow. The boy 
Android does not look to pass. That's one thing. So his assist numbers are low. <laughs> he just launches it from the three point line and he's actually doing good numbers over there, shooting forty percent from three this season. Eh? Wow. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Finally, um the coach of the year. I really do not like this part of the whole discussion, this coach of the year talk, because I'm a players guy. I know the coaches have a lot of imputes in the game, but the players actually make the team work, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, if I was to pick right now, I would, I would go with um, Steve Nash being a rookie because he has so many, so many guys on that team that can make things work. And if not, that will Nash automatically win the award for him. Like, he's just going to be... I, I think, I think it will, Frank Vogel will win it again because, you know, you, you know what is surprising about the Lakers run? They are not playing outstanding basketball for their winning game. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they have their eyes set on the playoffs, but they, they are not going to be contending as third fourth. They want to lock that first seed spot in the in the West, and then just go make sure that all their stars are fresh for a very deep um, playoff run. Steve Nash, he has the players, but I don't think he has that um, clout yet to you know guide three egos. If his next team can ball out and people won't still feel like it's, you know, because of it. In fact, it's, it's going to be very hard for him to win that kind of award because if they go off, even if they're averaging 160 points, everybody's going to point out to Harding and Durant and everything. So it's just going to have to, you know, make do with maybe a ring or, <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Do you uh, actually think they are getting a ring? I don't feel so. I don't really do. <laughs> they might uh, make it next finals, but I don't think they are getting a ring this year. I think the Nets are going to win it all this year. All right. Uh, the bringing them pardon, you know, pairing in with the former MVP and um, someone who has, you know, just two players who have won it all, you understand, mm-hmm. and who have been very instrumental, not just part of a winning team where the, the the core of that team uh Evan knocking down the last shot in twenty sixteen yeah. uh, and uh, KD with back to back finals MVP, you understand? Um in contention for his third straight one before he got injured. So this this these people that you are pairing hard in with, they have the finals experience. They have they have gone in deep playoff from Kyrie was in the finals three times consecutively. So yeah. I think the addition of Harden just cements their position as a final team, and I think it just takes them over the top against either the Lakers um, or the Milwaukee Bucks whenever they meet um, this team. As it is, win or bust. If they don't win, wala ma wa. Wala ma wa. Let's go over to our playoff predictions. These guys, these teams that will actually make the playoffs because. And that is the main. That is when the games begin. We really do not care about the classes anymore. The regular season is just uh, the red carpet that they are exactly. for the playoffs. You can yeah. win. You it's, can it's, win seventy out of seventy. Nobody cares anymore. Exactly. That, that's why you know, as a Clipper fan, you understand. It normally pisses me off when people go out against Paul George because Paul George is one of the best, like smoothest players I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, I love his game. But he's always found he's like MIA in the postseason. And then he's like, he has, no matter how well he does in 82 regular season games, he will never redeem himself until he you know, goes on his first playoff. Yep. Sure. I think this year, this year we'll make it to the finals. Oh. Yeah, for my playoff teams in, in, the, in the West, I'm picking Lakers, Clippers, the Phoenix Suns, 
Golden State Warriors. Um, Rockets will make it. I don't think the Rockets have what to say. Pelicans, I think the Pelicans plug their way through it. The Memphis Grizzlies, I think the injury of Jamorant will end up costing them uh, a playoff spot. They will end up costing them a playoff spot. What I have here is I got Lakers, I've got the Clippers. Phoenix Suns, definitely. Chris Paul is there. That's my guy. Uh, Dallas will make it up. Porzingis had a wonderful game yesterday, coming off injury. He has, yeah. has a lot of um, recuperating to do. He has to get in the groove and a rhythm, but he'll be yeah. fine. I also have Utah Jazz making it. Blazers will definitely make it with the way they are playing, if they are able to take up defensively. They really need to tighten up their defense. Even just That's a little true. bit. Just small. <laughs> that is all they need. <laughs> just small. <laughs> But that seventh and eighth spot, man, it's going to be really tough in the West. It's really going to be tough for the West. The likes of the Warriors, um, San Antonio Spurs are looking good. They are not playing great, but they are looking good. I have the OKC up there too. I just have a good feeling about that. Ah, no, no. I, I think for OKC, they, they will probably not make the playoff for the next two, three seasons until the coming of age of say Jesus Alexander. You know, <laughs> Why do like this now? <laughs> you know, you know, no, for, for real. Like when when he, he was in the deal that got us for George. But mm-hmm. if you ask any Clippers fan, it's one of it is, the way we miss him is the way I'm sure net, net fans we meet um Caris Levert because you just know that this guy he has a very very high ceiling. Yeah. Uh, so you just despite not having, you know, Steven Adams, the god of pick and roll, mm-hmm. uh, missing um Chris Paul, but he, he, he still held his own dropping good points, so why I don't I don't think the OKC will make the play. Oh. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But like I said, it's going to be really tough, seventh and eighth position. I, I don't know how it's going to end. And you know, with, with the introduction of the playing format, it's going to make it even more juicier. Yeah. Because I think from eight to twelve feet, uh, eight to eleven feet, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have all Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, we'll, we'll see about that one. I am pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Lakers will, will top that the West. We all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> in the East. Uh, let me. My top four in the East will be. I think the next one top the East. I think that will that will be Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks will top the East. The next go second, followed by the Celtics. The Heat right now they are not consistent, but I think they will get their the fifth spot easily. Um. Karis Levert to power the Pacers to the sixth seed. Uh, I see Raptors going in eight, and then for seven, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm putting in seven, but I know Raptors would, would clinch that last playoff spot. In no particular order: Celtics, <laughs> Bucks, Miami, um, Sixers have been wonderful so far. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sixers, definitely. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> they will definitely be there. Um, Pacers, just because of their defensive effort, I love that team. They are so good. They are so they are so much like the '90s teams. You know, they play really, really hard, really tough. They go after every loose yeah. ball. They play together. I and love now they team. have added an attacking weapon in exactly. the Who can so, also do it on both ends? Yeah. So. yeah. 
definitely. Then I'm looking at, uh, this is going to be wild. You may not agree with me on this one. I feel the honors will come in, will actually make the playoffs. I don't see Toronto making no. the playoffs this year. Well, uh, no, the Hornets the, the are an exciting thing to watch, but they, I don't think they can string uh, a good, you know, five, six, seven game stretch of wins that will be critical, you know, towards the tail end of the, of, of the season. You know, do, do you see them, them winning at least 40 games? No, no. Okay. They will have good nights. They will have awesome nights, but they will have mostly losing nights. You understand? Because the teams around them, like you said, have greatly improved. Well, that's true. That's true. But man, I really, I think they have the good. They have a good um, chemistry going with that team. It might take a, it might take a while. Um, God, anyone is coming back to his himself that we used to know with the Utah Jazz. You have Terry Rozier always on the chair and the young guys are stepping up. I really like to see them in the playoffs. They might get out. If they actually make the playoffs, they'll probably be knocked down in the first round, but still, it will be fun to see them make the playoffs. The New York Knicks, I don't know, man. <laughs> as much mm-hmm. as people and people don't really care about them anymore, sir. There's a new team in New, in New York, so they don't care about yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, Randall, Randall, Barrett, and even, you know, topping out, it's not bad from injury. Yeah. I don't think they'll, they'll win 40. They'll be they'll be in and around. They'll probably make the playing tournament. We'll end up not going for players. Like you said, those playing tournaments can be really dicey. It seems that you expect to turn up in those tournaments are the ones that will just shock us. And we'll well, I, like. I think in playing tournaments, the experience will count. Because if you look at last season, uh, the first iteration of such um, into, uh, mm-hmm. format. You know, the Portland Trailblazers, the experience of PJ and Kane, Nurkic, they, they just swept Hello. out the yeah. Grizzlies. You know, they have to beat the Grizzlies twice. Yes, and yes. Then that's what they did back to back. So, experience is definitely come out. Mm. Come, come to play. I'd definitely like to see how this goes, man. The season is still young. This is just our opinion. I know a lot of people have yes. different opinions. In fact, some people will, yes, they will cuss me out by the time this comes out. But yeah, it is what it is, man. Thank you for joining me, Banji. I really appreciate man, you coming. Man, Kumo, what can I say? It has been a blessing. Very fulfilling moment, you know, thank Um, Hopefully, we'll have more of this in the future. And well done on your podcast. To be honest, I, I I I don't know if you blow your own trumpet enough, but yeah, your consistency and the quality of the podcast is really really something. Uh, thank you very well, much, well, very well, much appreciated. And definitely, we have more of this. You know, we talked about it now. I need a course, and you know, <laughs> let let's get this sure, posted. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it will be my pleasure. It will be my pleasure. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, and that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Subscribe to the channel. It's available everywhere, so don't do a lot of ways. It won't freeze it. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay frosty. Flat out.